Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to Need I Say More, episode 14. My name is Giuseppe. I'm joined by Terrence. Yes, sir. As always, Terrence, how you feeling, dog? Uh, I'm, I'm okay. okay. Warm yeah. fucking day in April, I'll tell you that. Okay. Um, the weather's going to be crazy, though. Like, literally What's, in a couple of days. It's weird, man. Like, yeah, like, today it's like it's like 75 right now, which is way too... Anyone who listens to the show knows I fucking hate that shit. Um, but then tomorrow is like... It's gonna drop like the 30s tomorrow night, and I don't know what's happening. No, no. We Weathers. can't start with the weather. The people are like that listen to us in like, um, what was it, Europe, right? Yeah, well, I don't know. Yes, people live in Europe. Yeah, no, there, there was there's like the one guy. Who's the one guy? Oh, we do have one person who yeah downloaded in the UK. Yeah, they yeah, didn't, yeah. They never. You know, I didn't check the email. Maybe they they reached out because I I didn't see yeah. any emails last. Shout out, shout out to you. Sorry. You, you probably don't have a weather. Yeah, whoever you are, individual who I don't know, um, write in. We'll feature you. Yeah. You can say anything and we'll feature you. You got to love technology that we can pinpoint stuff like that, right? I know, like, man. Or just that the fact that we can put this out and someone fucking thousands of miles away can, uh, can see it. Or it might be scary for them to be like, fuck these guys. <laughs> <laughs> crazy new yorkers they, probably gonna shoot me if they, they know. know where i am now like i mean yeah i mean uk is a very big place i mean that's like saying we know someone in america i mean who the hell it is but theoretically all we really have to do is search the ip address and we'll find a range why, why are you doing this i'm, I'm gonna end all this out you're gonna see we don't know how to do it you're making it sound crazy yeah we don't know how to do that um we don't know why, that. Terrence, let me ask you uh, before we get to our black excellence shot of the week do you, when you use the bathroom at home, right? Do you close the door every time you leave or do you just kind of like leave? Why wouldn't I close the door? Hold on one second. Let me answer this call. I just might be right, delivered. Right. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, you're getting live. Hi, how you Phone doing? Call by Terrence Gathers. Yes. If he gives us credit card information, I will leave it in. Yes, they definitely are. Um, it's a, it's a basement unit. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I kind of put it in the notes. I was wondering, can I add something else to that order? Do I have to do the whole thing over online? Um, just like six piece chocolate covered strawberries with the white drizzle as well. Ooh, a little key into what, what Darren is ordering a white chocolate covered strawberries. Ah, uh, okay, that's for. all right. Yeah, if it's what, what do you have already prepared as far as like chocolate covered strawberries? Oh, you got to make them fresh. Uh, make them fresh. Um, okay. All right. Uh, just stick with what I got already. All right. I'll stick with that. Thank you. All right. Looks like they might actually make it. <laughs> got to pick those strawberries fresh, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anywho, Terrence, do you close the bathroom door when you leave it? Like after? Yeah. Like you finish up, you, you wash your hands, you leave the bathroom. What do you do? You close oh, the no, door no, every no. time? No, I leave the door open. Okay, that's that's what I thought, but I have a roommate who always closed it. I can never fucking tell if anyone's inside of it. <laughs> that's annoying as hell. Especially since like I am down the hall, so I literally have to walk up to the door to really get the angle to see if it's closed, like shut, or just mostly closed. No, you leave the door open, you can cut the light off. Yes, that's like what nor I thought was a normal people do. I don't know what this just this chick's thinking. Anywho, Terrence, onward with the show. Um, Black Excellence Year continues because we will not be stopped. They tried to stop us, but they can't. They tried to stop us. Who is our tried. Who's our shout out of the week, Terrence? Um, our Black Excellence shout out goes to the one and only Harlem legend, Black Rob. Um, Black Rob. Black Rob. Yes. Uh, Robert Ross. Well, you live in you live in Harlem. This is actually he just Harlem. passed like, away. Oh wow, Jeez. just just passed away. And I, and I, I hate doing this. this. I really, really, I I hate doing this. I don't want to do this, obviously. But you know, with certain people, God damn it! Why the fuck are you calling me back? Give me yeah, a second. Here we go, another one. Hello. I'm sorry, Black Rob. Yes. Uh, what do you mean, like the cookies? Oh, you can give me strawberry shortcake and chocolate covered strawberries. Interesting choices. Interesting choices, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, chocolate chip cookies. Oh, yeah, you can you can mix those. Love chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, you can mix the strawberry shortcake and um chocolate chip cookies. 
All right, thank you. Sorry about that. Sounds um, tasty. All right, yeah. So a shout out goes out to Black Rob, and I really, 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 I hate doing this. I hate having to report, you know, that there's been another passing in the hip hop community, or just in general, like there's been another passing. Um, but it seems that 2021 is 2020's sister. So it's His ugly sister. It's literally just you know uh, another death after another death. Um, but Black Rob, for those of you that were in New York and was kind of, you know, you knew now when you hear this sound when this when this yo, instrumental when came him, on, you know what I mean? And it was just whoa. Literally, that was it. You know, when when Black Rob taught you what whoa was. In that song, it was just it was just crazy. And I know as you know, me growing up in New York, you know, it was it was a big deal. You know, music was a big part of what we were in New York. And this dude definitely contributed to that as well. You know, I know everybody knows, um, you know, the Harlem Shake from him and, you know, the song Woe and everything like that. But Black Rob was a really, really good story. He did the Harlem Shake. He was he was he didn't do the Harlem Shake. He did the song that everybody was dancing yeah yeah um so it was it was it was really big man and you know like losing dmx and then losing black rob like yeah, as a hip-hop fan you know as somebody that really was like really deeply embedded in this especially on the east coast it hurts it hurts man like it really hurts to see like the people that you almost not necessarily forgot about but you never thought they would be gone, right? You never really hard, man. Like, yeah, like when people, yeah, even when people man. don't die, when they're not old, like in their seventies, eighties, it's hard. You just don't expect it. It it just was tough, and he was young, fifty one. Dmx died at fifty. Black Rob died at fifty one. You know, um, we it's have two. to take care. We got to take care of our bodies. We only have one body. It's you kidney know. failure for him. That's yeah. You know, we we really we really really have to. You know, and this this hit home for me. Because, um, Joe, you know, like I've, I had kidney issues, you know, and I, I've I been dealing with that, kidney yeah. issues um, for a few years. So, you know, this really hit home with me. You know, I'm watching this. Too. I'm like, man, like that, that could have been me. You know, um, do, what um, can you do to um, to like prevent kidney issues? Is there like something you know you can do? It's not necessarily it's not necessarily something you can prevent. Like so I had hydronephrosis, uh, which is basically something that I was born with. And it didn't really affect me until my late 20s into my 30s. You know, the doctor basically was like, hey, you've been living with this for a long time. And, you know, you can do something about it now or you can wait till you get later. You know, like it's either or. And I, when I found out about it, I was in my late 20s. Uh, I was probably like 28, 29. And I didn't even uh, he was like, yeah, you can you can have surgery now if you want to. And I was like, ah, I'm good. And I waited and it wasn't until recently, just last year, where I had surgery. I finally, you know, got the things that I needed. I got the surgery done that I need to have. And it was literally because I can recover faster at a younger age than I can at an older age, obviously, right, right. you know. And yeah, like like I said, it's not with the kidney is real. It's, it's tough because it's not something that you can necessarily do to prevent these things that happen to the kidney. And, you know, there are people that are living with just one kidney. You can live with essentially one functioning right. kidney I, I would donate my kidney if you need one Terrence. yeah i appreciate that man i mean i, I, I appreciate that blood type probably won't match up yeah i don't know what's your blood type you know no i don't actually i think i think mine's unit mine's like o positive like universal donor so does that no. that, that also matter with kidney no, I type i don't know to. yeah there you go. <laughs> no i don't go to got you brother you know? Um, but no, it was um Black Rob shout out to is, you. Sir. Is is crazy, you know, shout out to Black Rob, you know, well wishes to the family, you know, and and I'm I'm just I'm tired of losing people right now, man. It's it's, it's been a bad, bad few the 2020, 2021 are just not good years. Not good years no, at all. No, ever since we got into this 20 aspect, you know. Yeah, the twenty twenties have so far been quite shit. Right. Compared you to the 1920s, which life, were the right. As soon as you get out of your teenage years, things just start going downhill. Maybe. <laughs> the metaphor. Right. <laughs> Isn't that the like... century. The century is only in its 20s. So now things are going to the shit. Right. It's just like, oh, you're an adult now. Let me just show you everything that you actually like have to be responsible of. And, you know, things are just going wrong. Everything you did previously wrong in your teenage years. Yeah. You're starting to see the effect of these. Um. 
maybe maybe that's what it is i uh i don't know man the 1920s were literally called the roaring 20s they were like supposed to be one of the coolest times in american history um obviously it ended in 1929 with the stock market crash which led to a severe thing called the great depression but at least it started off good so i guess maybe we're maybe we're reversing it we're starting off shit and then it's going to become amazing you think that's what's gonna happen i hope so the roaring 30s maybe the roaring the roaring 2030s I, Terrence, I, I remember really so. I was thinking about something well, like a year or two ago. I was on Twitter. And I saw a debate going of is finna a word? Which what are your thoughts, Terrence? Do you think it's finna, I finna hate word? finna. Really? You're not finna I use hate it? That. You know, I'm... <laughs> First time I've ever said it, Terrence. How did I do? <laughs> I, I went down south one year as, uh, when I was younger. And it, that was a thing, like you know, I'm finna go to the store, finna do this, finna do. And that's not I was necessarily. So lost. A, I've heard New Yorkers say that. Is that a Southern thing? I've heard finna? New Yorkers say that's it. That's a Southern. It's I'm a not saying southern, it's a New York thing. I'm just saying, like, it's a, it's. I've heard it's it. It's Southern city. to the goddamn core. Is Southern Southern for sure, yo? It's been people. I hate here. that word. Finna. Really? I thought you would go. Of course it is. No, you just no. Fuck I that. hate that goddamn finna. Finna. It just sounds. It just sounds stupid. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm, but, I apologize to my Southern folks. You know, I got family in Charleston. I, I apologize to my Southern folks. But finna, finna, it, you could easily say. What's it stay for? Too. What's it stand for? What's it feeling mean? Too. Feeling too. I'm feeling to go to the store. That doesn't make yeah. any sense. I'm feeling to go to the store. I'm finna go to the store. <laughs> so it's not cool like dead ass. Dead ass is cool. But finna, no, no, dead ass is cool. Dead ass is, is dead New ass York. Is a that's a very New York thing. That's that's us. That's you know what dead ass means. If someone says dead ass, you know they're either from New York life. or they've been living in New York. But no you, one from you, California again, is shopping dead ass. Again, even if you've never heard it in your life, when somebody, you know, says it in a sentence, you know exactly what it means. When yeah. someone says finna, you just look at him with a confused face. You what? <laughs> you're, you're, you just you're, said, sir. You're what? Finna, I'm, I'm finna. Like, is, what is that? You know what needs to be. It, some what people, is that? You know, people say too much facts. People say that facts? like facts, yo, facts. facts. Fact, they say I love it too facts. much, but they say it too much. There's nothing wrong with saying it, but you can't say it eleven times in a one paragraph. I, gotta, I love facts. Gotta, I love 100. percent I think that's gonna little play it out 100. I say it on the podcast, and I feel like it's too much. Nah, nah not really. 100 yeah. percent. You know, it's just 100 percent. You know exactly what it means again. Well, yeah, see, that's what I love about no, New York there, slang. There's no you code. Know exactly what it means. There's no code. The 100 percent. I mean, it just means 100 percent. Like Fina is like I agree. I mean, you I might understand. Not even know I, you know, like, you know exactly what it is. When someone says dead ass, it's, it's a seriousness to it. It's I, more I do emphasis love this. I do love it. that dead ass is very just New York. Like if you're from California, you ain't saying dead ass unless you're from what New York. They're saying out there in Cali. I don't know what they say. I mean, listen, it's 420, so they're probably saying, I don't know, nothing coherent. Not much. <laughs> not right now. Not much. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. To, shout out to my weed smokers. And, yeah, and, sorry. Like, well, unfortunately, and, uh, me and Terrence are for somewhat sticks in the mud when it comes to drugs. We just don't do them, really. I, yeah, like, I mean, I like edibles and only once How in often a while. Do you, yeah, do them. Are you, are you? Nah, nah, nah. Only, only once in a while. You know what the thing is? You know, I can, I, I feel like, you know, when I, I've, I've obviously, I've had edibles. I've tried weed or whatever. Weed, smoking weed is just not my thing. So, yeah, I feel you. Edibles. I've tried as well. I can do it on a plane because I don't like to be awake on a plane. Like for so certain, it knocks I, you out. Yeah, it kind of knocks me out. It really kind of mellows me out or whatever, you know. And and that's that's chill for me. But like as a <laughs> recreational, just kind of whoa. Sorry, man. I have my edit man. That, out. that was that Listen, was. I need you to understand something about me, Terrence. <laughs> I've been developing my old man sneeze for like ten years, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. No, like edit last, that out, bro. That for the last ten years, Terrence, I've been becoming. My sneezes are like I'm 75 years old. You just heard it right there. Did that not sound like a 75 year old man just sneezed? Sitting in a rocking it chair. It literally, you, sleep, you literally though, stopped you? and went, "Whoa!" <laughs> That's how bad it was. And I know you leaned away from the mic too. Yeah, I thought about pausing uh, yeah, it, but I, I was like, I, I need mic. you to know I'm not just not talking. I need. I so I kind of leaned away, but yeah, it was still. He could have easily muted himself. I did, and but, the, I, but <laughs> then the, the problem was you were talking. I didn't want you to think I would just. I needed to respond, but I was like, I don't know. I can no. edit it out, so we'll see. No, no, no. you gotta, gotta leave that in. Don't edit. Don't edit. We this, this is this is the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is. Oh, I'm sorry. You're also gonna hear Terrence's phone calls. 
Um, yeah. So I want to talk about something quickly that's going to lead into one of our bigger topics. So did you, James, do you, on your, in your car, on your, um, your rear view mirror, do you have like an air freshener or anything hanging from it? No. Oh, no. Oh, wait, rear view mirror. I'm sorry. Like in the back. I told you, Matt. Sorry. Back seat. Um, yeah, of course. Chance, did you know it is illegal to have that and cops will use that as an excuse to stop you? Now, as my, as you are a very close friend of mine and are black, I highly suggest you take that off because I do not need to see you shot in the face. It's illegal. It is. Yeah. Most states are legal to have anything on there. Quote unquote, apparently a quote unquote, like is uh blocking your view. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. But they'll use that as an excuse to pull you over. I read a, a whole article about this in New York times. It's just a bullshit reason to pull you over. And then they'll, I mean, well, me and you've been in the car when they gave us a bullshit reason to pull us over. I mean, we know all about that. Um, right. But yeah, anyone listening, take that shit off your rear view. Don't give them any reason to stop you and, and fucking pull you out of the car and pretend to tase you, but they somehow have a gun. And you see the, the problem with that is that you really only have to worry about that mostly if you're black. Yeah, I don't need to worry about that. 9.5, 99.8% of the time. Yeah. Like, obviously, I think cops will use it for if they just really need, like, the quota up or whatever. But I definitely think people of color are for sure getting that more than anyone else. Right. And it's so if like you're listening the to the show, time, take that shit out. You too, Terrence. The only time if we're um, <clears throat> the only time we're really paid attention to is because someone assumes we're in the wrong for something. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about that, that instance where me and you were stopped pulled out of the car and everything i don't know if you want to get into that but that I mean, was the same I, i'm thing. not sure where we did that on this show we might have we definitely know. haven't talked about that we haven't um, done it on this show oh okay but that's in, that's important that's an important conversation though joe that is an important conversation you know because that that is in you know i'm i'm just going to the end right now really quick that is a moment where you as a white person, like literally being right next to me in the side, in the passenger seat, you know, was like literally, you know, close encounter with that situation. Yeah. And I've, as well I've as encountered that before. Situation. Right. In similar situations with, you know, obviously with, um, you, but a lot of our friends and coworkers are, were people of color. You know, I don't have any white friends. And so I've dealt with that before. You were, was you in the passenger seat when yeah. we went to the, yeah, was, yeah I don't, when we went to the Bronx too, to, to the shop, uh, you know, to the strip club. Uh no no he wasn't Royale, riding the passenger seat. I was in the passenger oh, okay. seat. I uh, was, and then he was taste taller than me, so I was like, "You take the passenger." Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, I don't know. I was just trying to remember. Uh, yeah, but it's yeah, it's just it's bullshit. I, so listen, our main topic, Terrence. I think we have talked about is, is straight up this: Why do cops keep killing black people? And obviously, I don't think there's a direct answer for this. But what the fuck, man? Like, why does this keep happening, man? I mean, like. Listen, I know they say like progress takes time, right? Like the civil rights movement didn't obviously happen in a day. These things take years. I get that. I don't know, man. Are we any better now than in, let's go back to 2010. Let's go back a little more than 10 years. Are we better off now than we were 10 years ago? No, I, I can't see it. No. That's what I'm saying, man. Like I, 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 I know I we're, we're protesting can't. and people are trying stuff and we're, we're trying to get like bills passed. There have been some stuff that's been passed, but Fuck me if if things feel any different. I think the only thing things felt different a little bit last year because everyone was like locked up in their apartments. But in the last month, there's been like there's been like literally twelve shootings, and yeah. and a lot of them were like you know black people getting killed. Dante Wright, that was his name, right? Dante Wright, yes. Dante Wright, just again, oh, it was a taser. They thought it was a taser, and she just shot him. It's just I would have I would have. And I never want to see a life taken at all, first of all. Just but me. I would have, I would have, I probably would have felt differently if she would have said I made a mistake. What did she just, she just said. I would, I, I thought it was a taser. She never, she said, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. She no, said, I thought it was a taser. She said, I thought it was a taser. She's been, and she's been sticking to that. I thought it was a taser. I mean, based Had on what, based on said, the video, I guess I get, I'm not saying maybe she, she, Joe, <laughs> listen. Joe. But, but th th this is what I'll say. You can't make mistakes in certain fields. Like a pilot can't accidentally make a mistake exactly. and crash his plane exactly. inside of a mountain. Exactly. You know, so if you're a cop, it's like, I'm sorry, you can't make the you can't make a you, mistake. You don't by have the luxury of making and then yeah, oh, at sorry. the same time, you're a vet. You've been doing this job for 25 yeah, years. Yeah, she's 25, 26 years. Something whatever. Let's give it an extra now, year. But it, it was at least 20 years for sure. Let's she's give not, it an extra year. Two decades. 
You've been doing this job, this job. So clearly, at some point in time, you know how when you're doing a job for a long time, things become almost like repetitious, right? It's second nature. You don't even think about it, them. Right. You don't even think times. about it. I know. That's so so when I put when I used to when I used to go to work and I used to put my uniform on, I knew exactly where I wanted to put my name badge at the time. I knew it, the exact spot. It's going in the same spot. I knew exactly like where am I placing my stuff in my pockets. My pen goes in my right because it's easier for me to access because, you know, when I, I'm a righty. So when I need to write something, I'm pulling it out of my right. I put something, my phone in, in this pocket, whatever yeah, it is. The whole thing you've done. It's not the first time you've done it. I've done it, done it so it. many times. I know. So even if I'm even if, you know, and obviously I'm not a cop. I've never been a cop in my life. Right. But even if I'm in a situation where I can't necessarily get clear thoughts going across. Like you said, it's it's almost second nature. So I even I without even thinking, I know where whatever is on me. So for someone to be doing a job for over 20 years and for them to say, I, I thought it was a taser. It was holding it, holding it. Saying, we saw the video. She was holding it. She announced it twice. Taser, taser. Announced it twice. And not one time did she hesitate on pulling that trigger. Now, again, had she said I made a mistake, had she said, you know, oh, we thought it was a gun in a car. Uh, like, even thinking it was a gun in a car Why is a bullshit she... excuse. Why? And, and here's the thing. Here's the kicker. She was training someone that day. Yeah, great. She glad was training we, someone we, that day. So, so to clarify, not only has she been doing the job for 20 plus years, she's in fact so good at her job that she's training other people to do it, but she's still, this still happened. And then she's training do you see, someone do you see, the do you, wrong do you, way. Do you see how that makes no sense though, Terrence? It's not even that, listen, if you've been a job for 20 years, you assumingly know, but it's not even that. You're in fact been there for so long that they've chosen you because assuming you know what you're talking about, that you're so good, you're actually a trainer. You don't get generally, you're not a trainer of something unless you really know how to do it. Not just you've been doing it, but you can actually do it. But somehow she still, quote unquote, made a mistake and pulled. Listen, I don't know. I'm trying to read the specifics. I don't remember. She didn't um, say she made a mistake. Let's, when, let's make that clear. When, when this happened to Oscar Wright, so the movie Fruitful Station is based off of what happened to Oscar Grant. Oscar Grant, sorry. Um, this is the same thing he said happened. This, Oscar Grant was cuffed. On his, on his stomach, the guy supposedly pulled out why he needed a taser and while he's cuffed on his stomach, no one knows, pulls out a gun and shoots him in the back and he kills him. Now, he said the same thing, but in that situation, I don't know, I assume it's similar in this situation, your, your gun is on the right hip. That's where the gun is always with people. Unless, I mean, I, as far Dominant as I know. Side. Yeah, and then maybe if you're left-handed, it's different, I don't know. But your right. taser is on the literal other side, not next to it, it's on the other side of your hip, 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, on you know the other end and again a taser is generally a bright yellow or something maybe mm-hmm. orange a gun has changed that color they changed it from black to yellow um for this purpose yeah it was years ago i don't exactly know the year and again it's probably around 2010 because oscar grant was 2009 so I wouldn't it was be surprised. a long time ago but and again they changed a, it a gun and a taser are also very different in, in, in weight one is made of plastic and one's made of metal like they're designed to be different so I, I just don't, how do you, I don't know, man. And also like, did anyone not notice she pulled out the gun and thought it was a taser? Well, she's, they, she said, I'll tase him, but did they not, were they not looking at her going, you have no, a gun no, in your hands? And, and, and the, there was three cops and I, yeah. I watched the video a, a, a ton of times. Yeah. He tried to get back in the car to get away. Yes, absolutely. He was in the wrong for that. Yeah. Absolutely. Fine. Right now they are now struggling with him to get him out. Right. There's two of them. Yeah, there's also she, why, do you, why do you even need a taser? There's three cops and one 20 year old kid. What are you doing? Like you can't exactly handle it's this kid three against it's three against one, right? Now let's happy, say bro. even let's say worst case scenario, he gets away. Now it is your information. Job, it is your job as a police officer. It, let's say, for instance, he got in a car, you weren't able to get him out, he got away. Now he's driving. You have the ability to call for backup. You have the ability to call for helicopters. You, you, you know have, all of his information. You know who he is. He would at that point be a felon you on got the run. All of this. You got all of this. And then granted, the, the other reason that came out was because uh what they ran the plates and they figured out he had a warrant out, but the warrant 
was because it got sent to the wrong. He didn't never receive the warrant because it so, was sent to the wrong address and it sent back to the courthouse. It says here like, that they, they found a gross misdemeanor warrant for his arrest. The warrant was issued after Wright missed a court date for a misdemeanor of, of carrying a, a pistol without a permit and fleeing an officer. Mm-hmm. So listen. But they never said that the the address was incorrect, right? I don't want to sit here and tell you that Dante Wright. Dante Wright, yeah, I guess apparently is some a criminal of, of some capacity. That I don't want to sit here and pretend that's not true. It doesn't mean he's there to be shot that doesn't, in the chest. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. You know, like, like that's what I'm a saying. Life like, is a life. That's what I'm trying to say. People bring that up. It's like, listen, he was wrong. George Floyd was probably was wrong too. I think he was passing. That's fine. They should go and go through the court system and whatever they get, they get. It's not. They don't deserve to be shot and or fucking have your neck what pressed on for nine right minutes to a fair trial yeah like that, that's what i'm saying like what happened to I don't a right want for a fair trial them, these cops them, are playing judge jury and execution listen if, if dante ray pulled out a gun and shot one of the cops in the face and the other another cop pulled out a gun and shot him i'd say hey, well, that's fine, a fucked yeah. up situation and Absolutely. i can understand why you'd use a gun on him that's not what he was doing and all he was trying to do was leave there's three there's three cops who are trained to handle people the one thing they are trained to do is handle people in these situations like grab and hold them down but you can't you can't overpower this kid. And you also got to think about something else. The natural human reaction is fight or flight, right? Yeah, cops That's, is just a fight, I think, usually. I think it's usually just, I think it's just kill, generally. Fight fight or flight, you know, but when you're, like, in a scared situation. No, no, yeah, 100% right, yeah. It's fight when or flight. You get adrenaline, it's either run right. away from the danger or to fight that danger. Right. You, so you, you have know, to think about, you have to think about the mind of a black man when he's pulled over or whatever, right? And I've been in this situation so many times I've literally imagined hit the gas, hit the gas. He's already out the car. Hit yeah, the no, gas. No, go. No. And of course, that's not the right train of thought. Right. Of course, that's not it's the right. Just, train it's really going to be much but, worse for you in the but, end. Even if let's say you get away, like but I'm, the cop but, knows who you are. It's not like they don't understand. But also, the only thing I'm thinking is I got to live. But I'm more afraid sad, of I'm sad, more afraid of him doing something when he gets to this damn door. Dude, of him doing something over me taking the chance and just trying to get away. See, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm telling you because I've been in this situation. I've lived it. So I understand when somebody like a 19 year old kid jumps back and obviously he's 19. So he's he's not even thinking correctly. See, Terrence, I, that's what's he's sad, though. That's he's what's sad, though, is you are saying you do it because you don't want to basically get killed. Whereas if I was in that situation, I just don't want to break the law. But you have to worry about you might get killed from this cop if you don't do the right thing. Isn't that crazy? No, it it's is. Just, it's just sad. You know, like me and you are very similar in a lot of ways. Similar height, similar build. We're a little less than a year apart. Not a lot of different about. You know, we're different people, but not a lot different about us. But just because you're black and I'm white, two completely different feelings when a cop would stop us. And that just no, yeah. I mean, we're trained. It, not necessarily with trained, but. In no, the black you are culture, trained, not intentionally trained, but life has t- has trained you. Yeah, to life has, life life has trained me to 100%. not really, you know, fuck with cops. And it's not necessarily because like we think that they're bad people. I have friends that are cops. Yeah, but but I don't how many times have we seen bad at all? How many times have we seen this? You don't know but if the cop is a good cop or he's going to try to shoot. It you. is it is scary. It's a scary situation. Remember when we got pulled over? I had the um PBA cards, you know. We should um, say that story at some point. I don't know if you want to do it right now. It's kind of a long story. That, that, uh, it's, it's a bit of a long story. You might save that for another time. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, but I had the PBA cards. I gave him the PBA cards, you know, and it, it was almost like it didn't matter. And for anybody that doesn't know, the PBA cards are basically, you know, if you're it's a friend shields, or family. Right? No, no, not the shields. Well, they the, have like the it's a picture of like their not a picture. It's like a it's like um, it's like a card it. that you get from like, like a business card family almost, yeah. of. Yeah, of police officers. And, you know, they write their badge number, they write their precinct, they write their name on it, you know, and their phone number, you know, just in case anything happens with an officer, you give them that with your ID and whatever. And they call, they're supposed to call and just like tell the officer who you're connected with what's going on and whatever the case may be. Right. So, you know, when we were in that situation where I got pulled over and I give it to him, the dude act like it was nothing. Yeah, that's, that's he acted act like, act like it was nothing. Those guys were great examples of what the cops people when people say they hate cops, they think of those guys who pull this over guys who right. don't give a fuck. They they're just they just love the power. And it was three cars. Let's it. let's not forget that it was three cars. Up yeah, it was like them. six or seven cars. It was just a th- but it was see, like, Terrence, it was, this it was, is it was, that and whole... that's that's the nervous situation, because I'm 
I'm already I'm already afraid because I got pulled over. Do you ever do you ever wonder about that situation? Do you think it because I was white, things turned out differently? Absolutely. Sad man. Hundred percent. A hundred percent. And Joe, you don't you don't understand this, but again, and, and, and it's crazy. This is the civilization that we live in. But because I have a white friend, I'm viewed differently as well. Just because in general I, amongst people in general, just in general, because I know somebody that's white and I've been friends with somebody that's white for, you know, a long period of time. 12 years, man. It's a like 12 viewed, year friendship anniversary. Don't I'm you forget viewed, it. I'm viewed differently as well. I'm viewed it's, as the black guy. That's kind of cool. In a sense, like it's like I'm not really a threat in a sense. Huh. Really? Yeah. No, no, no. This is this is 100 percent. I, mean, I guess it's a good thing about, that you're not a threat. I don't But it, but it's if weird. you think about this, it's like, you know, what about the black guys that just weren't they didn't grow up in an area where they were they had black guy who was just like people you around. Doesn't have, I mean, you didn't technically. We only met after you. Yeah, you know, that's that's like, true. I, I grew up in the hood, so I didn't I didn't got a lot of white people around me. It was only because I went to work and I started working in a different environment. But I met different cultures and different people and started to learn different things and things like right. that. So that's the only reason why that happened. But black people that, you know, only have black friends and things like that or whatever. Imagine, you know, us walking outside or whatever, a group of six black guys. Right. Six black guys looks entirely different than, let's say, four black guys and two white guys. It, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Six that, black guys looks like a gang, but that's it's it shouldn't though. It doesn't. It's not really. It's but just it what people's perception it's, is, right? That's like it's just, just that's just what it is. That's what they'll tell you. Six black guys looks like a gang. Four black guys, two um, two two white guys looks like just you know some people hanging out. It's, it's just the perception is just shit. You know, it's just the world we live in. I mean, it shouldn't though. And this is my thing. Like, I don't know, man. What do we do? How do we make this better? Like, people are marching. I don't have the these laws, but it's just like I don't. I, I genuinely feel like I don't know, like this has happened in history where people have protested and tried to make in the 60s were notorious for protests. Right. That's when the civil rights movement happened, but also like people were protesting Vietnam and a lot of things happened at that time. And a lot of them worked eventually, you know, but I don't know, man, I feel like we've been basically doing the same thing for 10 years and we're it's, no closer to getting better. It's than a we very were. repetitive process. And you, you know, what bothers me, though, specifically is after George Floyd, Minnesota, um, all they're like, whatever the lawmakers, whoever, I don't know the council members. I don't know who they were specifically said they're going to defund the police. They're going to completely redo how they think of the police officers. Like the way they're doing it now is not working. They all agreed unanimously to redo it before the year came to an end. They all had flipped. They're all were like, no, it's not really what we meant. What we meant was this, you know, and they all changed their tune. And this is what I'm like, this is what I mean. Like, so nothing's actually changed. They just Chris said Como. at the time and then they just rewent. They went back on their own word. Chris Cuomo says something really powerful. Um, the other day when I was looking at it on Twitter, he said things will only change when white kids start to die. Great. To lose, and lose, as much really. as as much as that is a horrible thing to say, he's and it, it sucks to hear, it's no way he's wrong. Well, here's the thing. The white people are dying in mass shootings, which but again, even has that changed. We've had several mass shootings in the last couple of weeks alone. Of course not. So we've had more mass shootings than we had days. So I was saying, bro, so what the fuck? Even that isn't actually happening, though. Like, white people are getting dragged, you know, no one's no, mistaking a gun white, for a taser kids, for a when gun. When white people start to die from the hands of police, that's when that aspect will change. But, so I do know what you're saying, but at the same time, I'm, I question that because it's not happening with mass shootings. Because what, everyone's dying. I mean, we had a... Yeah, Sandy because Hook, they're Sandy holding on to their right, the right to bear arms. And yeah, they're, they're, also, they're taking that Second they're, Amendment You don't think they're... But you don't think they're going to hold on beyond to the cops it's the same I, I i do know what you're saying i think that that's a good point but i and i would believe it if it was in fact that like white kids are dying we sandy hook literally a bunch of like white elementary kids were just shot and, and killed that didn't we still don't have any gun reform <laughs> like literally you sent me an article as we talked about this where some kids from 18 where was he from like virginia or ohio or something oh uh ohio yeah. yeah, he had a fucking AK-47 that he legally purchased legally. He was allowed to do it. And he brought it into New York and got arrested. Now, listen, mm -hmm. we have no idea what's going to happen. Maybe he claims he didn't know. He claims he maybe didn't those know. Cops I, I find that hard mass... to believe, but let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's just maybe maybe the cops the prevented the mass shooting. Maybe they didn't. But here 
Why the fuck should, can anyone be allowed to purchase a fucking AK-47? An 18-year-old can't buy an alcohol drink. But he could buy an assault But rifle. he can buy a drink. This is what I mean. Like, you know what, man? For a long time, I was like unsure about like guns. I was like, I don't know. Like Our country was built as it, from a revolution. So I, right to around all the shit. But as time's going on, I'm like, it makes zero sense that we allow anyone, essentially, who's above 18, to buy an assault rifle. This isn't like a, a gun for like a, a handgun for protection. A hunt, no, no. An assault rifle to use for war. There's no other purpose for assault rifles other than war. We allow those to be purchased. This kid's 18, Terrence. He wasn't even... He, I mean, he's 18 and he bought an AK-47. I mean, this is what I mean. Like, I just... Things aren't changing, man. You know, like, I don't know what else we can do. Like, it's just... I, I don't know. Things aren't changing. Um... So really quick, I, this kind of just popped up into my head. I just looked up how long it takes to become a cop. I think it's like a six month thing. Six months, right? Um, which is which is like would you say that's enough time? No, especially since I know the training really is. It's just about force. It's about like how to. It's about how to do. The six months of training is mostly about how to do the thing they do 1% of the time, which is handle like dangerous situations. Cops very rarely actually handle dangerous situations. More often than not, they're handling like a domestic dispute or yeah, they need to pull someone over. And then Dante writes a great example. Their training was they need to get this kid arrested with force as opposed to like, maybe they need to talk to him and figure out what's going on and then arrest him. I think, I think that's, I think with a 19 year old, I think it's probably easier to have a conversation. You're already in a position of power and authority. I think it's a lot easier to have a conversation. Um, so I, I just looked up how long does it take to become a hairdresser as well. It's probably similar. 12 to 24 months. Fuck me. I was right about the six months, though. What, six months for a cop? It, was, it, it takes it six is. months to become a cop. It takes 12 to 24 months. So my girlfriend, who's a hairstylist, it took longer for her to Take. obtain her license and go through training. To snip hair. And, and do and a hands-on. And do hands-on because, you know. She had to actually get clients and do hands-on styling and be in situational um, aspects to become a hairstylist mm-hmm. than it does for the guy that shot, I'm sorry, the woman that shot Dante Wright and been working on the job for 20 plus years. 20 something years. Let me, let me ask you, Terrence. So when last year, when they're talking about like defunding the police and, and I was like, I don't really understand this. I, I've, I didn't understand I like, it. I, I so can't, first, I didn't understand it. Right. So at first I was like, I, I kind of think, it, what are we talking about? We're not gonna have police. Like we need some, I don't want to have a live in a world with no police. So anarchy. Right. But then I started to really think about it. And I was like, I don't know if I talked about this on the show, but what if they changed it? Right. Let's say Terrence, you saw uh, someone robbing someone with a knife. Right. Or let's say anything else. Whatever you want to call the cops, you call nine one one. You do what you normally do. Nine one one. You call them, and then what they do instead of just sending out that call to any police officer, they put in a specific people. Right. So let's say to, let's say you see a couple arguing. It's getting like a little out of hand. They then send people who are trained to handle domestic disputes, who don't have a gun on them. Maybe they can write you a ticket. They're cops. They have maybe cuffs, no gun, and they go and they handle that. They don't try to arrest. They just go. What's the problem? Like, let's talk. They're trained to first handle line that. of defense. Yeah, because first because line of defense. I saw a thing about it, and it was like, yeah, literally ninety like something percent of crimes that are called in, things that are called to cops, and cops go and handle is not what they're supposed to be doing. Like, we think about cops as solving all the problems when we have one, but that's not what they're supposed to be doing. Like, if if there's a, a, an armed robbery, call on the cops. Sure, cops should be handling something like that. But if it's a, a dispute, if there's like, yeah, George Floyd, there's someone passing fake bills. Okay, well, someone should go and talk to him and maybe give him a ticket or arrest him. But why do they need a gun? Why do they need to use force? That's not what it's about. They need to be trained to talk to people and figure this out. You yeah, know, like it's not about that's where you, that's you put where a, a gun in the situation and people get scared and rightfully that's where so. A lot of black shot. people were talking about, hey, you guys are putting police in our communities that know nothing about us or our community. And what do they have on them, Terrence? They have a gun. And why, all, all like, black people know you, now is black people getting shot by cops. So it just injects fear immediately. There makes like when you go when you were in high school, I, I don't know if they did this in Florida, but um in New York, officer. a lighter, a lighter, a light, right. A lot of our our um schools had metal detectors and they had um uh school safety officers. Yeah, my, my school didn't 
um, they opened up a new high school near me that did have metal detectors. Ours didn't. But we always had, I think even in elementary, every school I was in had at least had a resource officer, you know, like some cop who worked there to. Right. Yeah. But you knew them because they were they were part of the community. I yeah. remember um, Officer was Pinkman like, was his name. Right. And I, I had um Officer Reed. I remember Officer Reed lived a couple of blocks away. Right. So he knew like he saw us on the weekend sometimes. Yeah. It was every like, yeah, I saw you I, Saturday. Like, every once in a while, I like, see this yeah, cop. And I was like, oh, that's Mr. Pinkman. You know, like, but it was, mm. it's things like that, that, you know, let's say I got into a situation, you know, in my life and I see Officer Reed. I know Officer Reed. Officer you Reed feel comfortable. Knows you know, he's not going to want to shoot you in the head, presumably. Exactly. Exactly. I'm telling you, man. I, so I think you are right. I think we talked about this at one point a long time ago with like Snoop and some other people like went to talk to cops to like try to understand if they're going to be in Compton. Like it, it's about understanding the community and not. Oh, just yeah. yeah. Like, I remember that. Yeah. yeah that was like, I remember that. Years ago, we talked about that. But, but I think that's that's important. But I think what also is important I'm telling you is like we should, not all cops should have guns. Like, you know how we have SWAT teams? guys have tactical mm -hmm. gear all stuff mm -hmm. that's what cops should be more like the Not guys in, that are trained to handle situations yes cop the average cop shouldn't have a gun the average cop should have right you, sh you should be able to arrest people you should be able to give tickets all that's the same and you still command right. that respect and but a taser i'll give you a taser and even a taser so only a taser, a taser though but I, an actual like the cop that we think of now just a guy with a gun or a person with a gun they should be a different line hey there's an armed robbery down the street hey there's uh, someone wielding x y and z then maybe you need to call those and think level about, of cops. And think about the fact that, you know, you have been to a gun range? No. Think about the fact of this, right? I've been, I've been to a gun range plenty of times, right? You you graduate um, school for being a cop, right? Well, school, the only, I mean, I don't know. It's more of a training. Well, training, six whatever. Months, six months, right? Siesta. So in that six months, they now hand you a gun. Yeah. It is so... The, the the feeling that you get when you hold a gun is 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 almost undescribable. Now think about when I fire it off, right? I went to the shooting range. I had so much fun firing a gun. I love going every time I go to Pennsylvania, I gotta go to the gun range because it, it's a it's a the the adrenaline and everything, the feeling from it is crazy, right? So now think, think about the cop. Know about now, that. Now think about the cop that all they do for years is they had to shoot in a gun range. They've never been in a situation where they had to, you know, think about it first. And mm -hmm. and although you you're looking at books and you went through training for this, obviously, you but you've never been placed in a situation. They never trained you in a situation to mentally prepare for this thing. Right. So there are some you know how they say like the, there's some cops with uh, trigger fingers, itchy fingers and everything like that. Yeah, they, they do. For sure. There are. It's because they they this is the first time in action. I'm in action now. I got my gun. My heart's racing. I, I got my gun. The only thing I remember is aiming at a target. That's right. the only thing I remember is aiming at a target. So now I'm in this situation where mentally the only thing I'm thinking about is possibly aiming at a target. I'm not thinking about de-escalation. Yeah, you're also not thinking about it's a, it's a life, not a target, right? It's like a person. Right. They're not the right. They're not thinking about this as a person. They're thinking about it as a target. It's as point, a target. Man. That and it's a it's a, and I literally just thought about that because it's a crazy feeling that you get when you hold a gun. I've yeah, shot no, I've rifles. Heard that. I've heard shot, it's, like a, I've, it's like a cool, yeah, it's like an adrenaline. You're like, this is like a it's your adrenaline goes crazy. It's but, it's in but that's yeah, that's it, that is a good point, right? That does bring up like a it is a fun feeling, but the cops aren't maybe distinguishing the difference between yeah, like that feeling and maybe enjoying that to, um, you know, ending a life and all the suffering that comes from that, that, that mm -hmm. action. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's an interesting question. It's an interesting point, but, um, I don't know, man. It's just, I really do think that if you change the way your average cop, you see him in the car, he comes out not having guns. I think would you be surprised at how much people would then be scared, not scared. They would be, they would fear a cop a little bit because they don't want to get a ticket or arrested, but they wouldn't fear for their lives. They I wouldn't fear for really, their lives. And one of the, especially wonder, black people. And a, a lot of way to hurt a lot of people is in their pockets. You can hurt a lot of people. And I don't I don't know if I I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing in this situation, but I do know you can probably hurt people more 
by affecting their pockets. So if I get a freaking two thousand dollar ticket that I got to possibly fight for some, you know, domestic violence case or, you know, maybe stealing a car or whatever, you know, stealing a car is probably like ten thousand. But yeah, imagine that now. Right. I live. But now I got to deal with a fucking ten thousand dollar debt. I, I, you know, I'd, I'd rather have my life. I'd much rather that, have my that's life. That's what I'm saying. Man. I, I think, I, I don't know, man. It's one of those things I never thought about changing the police in my whole life. But once that idea took hold, like almost a year ago, I really, it was like July, August, probably after George Floyd. I was like, that's a, that's such a better idea. Like, I'm telling you, man, like if something happens, a cop shows up, there's no gun. The cops and the cop is trained. There's specific cops trained. Like, like I said, how often do cops get called for like domestic things, right? There's a family fighting or there's friends or just stuff like well, that. In that, New York, they lock both people up for domestic yeah, violence and, cases. And, and not, 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 I don't want to say domestic violence, like someone's beating someone, but they're just they're yelling. No, 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 arguing. just domestic disputes. They lock both people up. And that's just dumb. Like, if, 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 if you had a cop, and there's a whole branch of these cops, I should I would say, they're trained to handle that type of stuff, de-escalation, arguments. Like there are people that, that, that you you train that way. You go in, you figure it out. You can defuse situation, and then everyone moves on. No one has to worry about anything. Maybe yeah, you have to hand that ticket. Maybe then, you have to rest Joe, if it gets out of hand. But that's what you do. But then, but then their job is boring, right? I don't give a fuck if it's boring. So, so then their so job becomes so, boring. So, so, so therapist jobs are boring. So they we shouldn't have them. No, I'm I'm on your side with no, this, I know, but I'm, but I'm just, saying like, I'm literally I'm I'm taking it from the point of then they'll be like, oh well, then you know uh, the rate for people becoming pop cops is going down. You know, we don't have enough officers no, see, and I, things I, like that. Here's like, the thing: all, then think, we get all that talk. No, but here's the thing: I think a lot of people become cops, and I don't mean to be rude to anyone listening, but I think a lot of people become cops, man, because they don't really know what else to do. And if you're a cop, it's a job. It's a job that comes with Great benefits. benefits. Yeah. And it's, you have a little bit of power. So I think a lot of people become, not everybody, but a lot of people become cops. Cause like, it's not sure what they want to do. Like I've had friends kind of were unsure what to do with their lives who eventually became cops. So I think no, that there's, really, there's a lot, of, there's a lot of them that have issues, you know, Yeah, but what I'm saying, I'm telling you, dude, kind like, of dealing with, I'm telling you, man, like you take the guns away, it changes the whole dynamic only for violent crimes. Do cops have guns? Everything yeah, else. That's, that's why in New York city, you hear a lot of them talk about, yo, put, take that badge off, put that gun down. Let's see what you really about. Yeah, well, I don't want. I don't want that. You hear that? So I'm just, but I'm, uh, I'm just saying, you hear that a lot. You hear that yeah. a lot. I don't know about other states, but I know no, New yeah. York. I hear that a lot. Take that badge off. Take that gun. Take put that gun down, and let's see what you really about. Because behind all of that, you still a person just like me. You still a man just like me. I think part of that is also like that's kind of showing that they're just bullies. Like those cops, and specifically, we're talking about like they're just bullies, right? They just want to be able to bully people around because they have that power. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I mean, we can wrap this topic up, but I do think like. I think Maryland or Baltimore, somewhere, man, I don't, one of the places I don't remember, I think they did pass something where they are changing the cops, like in the way we think about them. Like, I think they are doing something. For some, I don't know why them, why Minnesota didn't do it, but whatever. But um, uh, I, I got I need a situation a, there, bro. Really, I like, need, no a little, how I look at need a little pilot, a little bill weathers real quick. No. It was a great, great, great conversation, though. It was a good conversation, man. It's a hard conversation to have. But it, but it needs to be had, though. 100%. It needs to be had. It needs to be had. People need to continue having these conversations, continue having these talks. And, you know, we need to definitely keep having these talks with, you know, more races as well. Right. You know, talking to more white people. And, you know, you're not my only white friend, obviously. You know, right. um, but I have a couple. Honestly, I can count it on one hand how many white people I actually call friends. It's so like funny. I, 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 can I count have, it on one hand. It's the same with me. I can I can count how many white friends I have on one hand. Too. Yeah, right on one hand, you know. But even with all four, <laughs> with all four of you, I'm glad that you know I could honestly have these conversations, and you know, you kind of understand, not really understand, but just be like, damn, like it's fucked up. You know, it's fuck. Just hearing that alone is just like, you know what? I yeah. At least I know what side of the fence you on. There's nothing worse than knowing somebody and not knowing what side of the fence they stand on. It's like you either over here with me or you on that side, because I don't I I need people that that care about me as well. 
Right. You know, what's I, funny. I you know, what's funny about that. Cause I actually understand exactly what you're saying and why I think me and you, why we're brothers is because last year after the George Floyd thing, right. There was a lot of just hatred coming out of everyone. A lot of protests, crazy stuff. Me and you hadn't really been talking that much at that point. Like we, you know, we were just middle pandemic. You had a nowhere texted me and you said something like that. You were like, and I was feeling pretty down about a lot of stuff because everyone was just so much and you were like listen bro i know things are kind of crazy and this is out of nowhere you like things are kind of crazy but like just know that like i know where you stand and and you know like you something like that and you were like i know and it's people like you and that that are helping like you being this white dude who isn't like these other people and like you know what i'm saying like i don't mm. know it's hard to describe but like you you it's almost like you knew i needed to hear that like, i really did need to hear that time even though me and you hadn't spoken in like a week or two at that point so yeah and I didn't know that. That literally, that's that's genuine. It's the first time I'm you telling you. That, yeah, that, that's from that's from the heart. I, I definitely didn't know that or whatever. So, but you, you just know, knew. I'm saying subconsciously, you knew I needed it. Nah, probably it's probably so, brothers. but more so, it was more so. There was there was looking like a lot of racial division. Yeah, again. That's, that's what I was and feeling. I was like, this like. It, it, it's and just, it's it crazy because I I you know. It's not like I'm trying to make you comfortable or something, but I'm more yeah, but so just, just trying to me know, like, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm and... just letting you know, like, yo, like, I know the side of the fence. Like, if we if we got to go to war, I know you're going to be by my side. Of course. That, and that and that is more so where it's coming from, because I think you mentioned something like you was like, yo, I want to post something or whatever, but I don't know if I should say it or whatever. And I was like, no, say that shit, because people need to know what side you want. Yeah. say it post it put it out there whatever it is there's gonna be some people that say oh joe shut up you're white you can never understand you can never relate and absolutely they're right absolutely but it don't mean that you got to shut up about it yeah, it don't well mean said. that you stay silent about it. it it just means that you know what there are people that even from my culture that don't understand that not everybody's our enemy yeah, you know that, that's a really good point. You're right. Not you're, everybody's our enemy. There's a lot of people who fe- I I hate hatred. You know, I hate people who who feel that way, like you're describing, who like hate, like they see what happened in George Floyd, but then they like, oh, let me throw this energy to like hating white people. And it's like it's not really the problem, yeah. though, is it? It's it's it's, it's, it's and it's not people, my, my you know? uncle, God rest his soul. He used to, <laughs> my, I'm laughing right now, because he used to always be like, "Don't trust, don't trust them white people. They don't, they don't, they don't, they don't know you. They don't like you. You know, they're always, you know." He used to tell me a lot of stuff like that, and I always used to kind of be against it. But I knew where he was coming from. He's from that older generation where it's just like white people he was taught that, right? Like he right life taught me. him to feel that. Yeah, right. you know, I, I knew where he was coming from with it. I. And I, I didn't um, I didn't bash him for it. I just was kind of trying to yeah. let him understand. You Our know, parents, that- unfortunately, have views that are just a bit more closed minded. You know, they go up in a different. Yeah, society man, but that's what did. life did to them, you know, yeah. and and that's the know, thing. And, thankfully, and it, it, life taught us different. This is just like we talked talked about a few weeks ago. Like, is it right? No, but context is important, right? Like they grew up in a different society than we did, you know, and we, we can we're fully aware that, yeah, it's not good to feel the way you know, he felt, or even my parents may have felt about whatever, but it's just a different generation. You know, like it's hard mm-hmm. to, you can't compare like right now we live in an open society, very more open because of the internet and because it's just the way everything's evolved, but they didn't keep, keep having these conversations. I do want to say this, keep having these conversations, keep, keep, um, keep being vocal about these things. And also never you know, shut up if, and dribble, never shut up and dribble for sure. Um, but if you're of a different race or culture or whatever it may be, and you feel a way about it, be vocal about it. Don't, don't, um, yeah. don't stand in the shadows. Don't sit on the sideline. Don't be a doormat. Yeah. Like, you know, be, yeah, be vocal about it. And again, let people know what side of the fence that you stand on. It's, it's super important because, you know, we, we need that because we can't do it by ourselves history has shown that we can't do it by ourselves yeah i mean it's all it's about it's about banding together that always you know you're gonna solve a problem with more people you know like when more people understand what's going on not just division and everyone fractured you know yeah you know, one of some i wanted to bring up actually with you and in, in this essentially you were you spent some truths there and this might sound crazy have you ever thought about being like a philosopher no so this is what i want to bring up Terrence. <laughs> why would i be a you, philosopher Listen, you might think it's crazy, right? There is a gentleman named Charles Mills. He's Jamaican, American. Well, I think he he's Jamaican. I think he is also American now. I think he was born in Jamaica. I think he's moved to he teaches at CUNY. Right, yeah. Um anyway, he is a philosopher. And one thing he's talked about a bunch of times um is that number one, 
philosophy, whether you're talking about hundreds and hundreds of years ago or right now, is almost exclusively white men. Like right now, it's, it's, I think it's 96% white men. 1% mm. of philosophers on the planet make up are black. Mm. 1% are like Native American, 1% like Hispanic. It's fucking insane. He literally says, he's, he's actually a pretty funny guy. He literally says somebody like, if you go to a conference, like a philosophy conference, you need fucking snow blinders from the, just the glare of white that's coming at you, you know? But what is, you know, which that's is which, tough because that's only one perspective. That, yes, that is when that he's a really, he's a really smart guy. Uh, he talks, here's the thing and why I said you should do it. Charles Mills is, I believe a doctor actually, but he's a very smart person. He's an academic. And when he writes about these things, He's he's exactly right in a lot of what he says, but he writes in a way that most people it, you have to almost not decipher it, but it's not a simple reading. Whereas you, I think, if you started writing stuff, you aren't going to do that. You're going to talk in a more colloquial way. And the important thing that he was talking about is so all these philosophies that we talked about for hundreds and hundreds of years, right? Um, while a lot of them still have a lot of truth to them, that's why they're still taught. They they most of them all say the same thing that all men and women, everyone's created equal. But that's not really true, though, is it, right? Like, me and you are both people, right? Mm -hmm. But the biggest difference is that no one's ever questioned, no one questions if I'm a person. I'm a person. No one questions that. You don't have that luxury. Because of no, being of black not. in your life, you've had people, either white people, presumably, or anyone who's racist, people look down on you for being black or look through you because you're black. So you, even if you don't even realize that you've been almost fighting to prove your personhood, that you are a person just like I am a person. My whole life. Wait, which is which well, is what, uh, at least uh, like the the part of my life where I was able to realize, you know, that me walking behind a white woman, you know, she's probably more scared of her than I am of her, right? You know, but that's, and I, but, I mean that because I literally had that situation last week, right? And I was well, like, let me just cross the street. Because... We've, yeah, we've done. But but this is what I'm saying. Like people, we when we think about all these philosophies people come up with, they're thinking of these things from that perspective. And yeah, we're all people, but you have to fight to, for people to believe you're a person sometimes. Maybe not so much as lately, I don't really know, but it's completely different. Th these philosophies are not done from a black perspective or a minority perspective. Right. They're done yeah. from a white male perspective. And so that's, well, that's America, not, right? But no, not even, these aren't even, I'm not talking about American philosophers. I'm talking about just like these, some of these philosophers. Like, oh, that's people, the like, world. Yeah, like absolutely. I think therefore I am is Descartes. He's French. You know, like, a lot of these things, it, it's just all these philosophies have always been white male and it's not accurate. You know, like the reason they were able to think about a lot of these things too is because they, is white people have the luxury to contemplate the universe and all these things when black people are still just fighting to be recognized as people. So it's not the same perspective. So yeah. there needs to be, and there's like almost no black philosophers, right? So, it's just like it's just like anything, right? Like if you look into a field and there's like no black people, you're like, well, what? Huh? It's to make you less interested in it. But I'm telling you, man, like if you were to get involved, I know it sounds dumb, but if you would really think, like you get really introspective. If you were to really think about all sorts of things like that, whatever you want, if you were to write down like random questions, like are you a person, or like why do you consider yourself a person, or any of these things, anything that you think about, I think if you wrote them down and put them out there, you'd be surprised, like people would listen to that because it's from a perspective that's not from some white dude. It's from like a black guy who understands the world we're living in. And it's not the same. Try that. I might try that, you know, come out with a book of questions. We, I'm saying we need more black. We need more fucking philosophers who aren't white guys. <laughs> Shit sucks. Um, yeah. But anyway, man, it's a good show. I think we'll wrap it up as we always do with a hypothetical. You ready for it? What's up? What you got? Dance, would you rather have the best house in a bad neighborhood or the worst house in a great neighborhood? Mm. She's got an amazing house. Best shit neighborhood, in the bad. We get like an worse. amazing house in a shit neighborhood or a shit house in an amazing neighborhood. See, you got to think about. See, now I'm thinking about the human aspect of it, right? Because the human aspect of it was say people are often jealous. So mm. if I have the best house in the worst neighborhood, like horrible neighborhood. I'm probably not going to have the best house for long. I, that's what I thought about too. Yeah. And then if I have the worst house in a shit and in a in a great neighborhood, then I got to think about my own well being and just like mental kind of like strength to be like, you know what, a house is a house, no matter what they house look like or my house look like. A house is a house. At least I have a roof on my head. Right. If I, I had to choose i go worst house best neighborhood i think i would too and also 
if you have the worst house in a great neighborhood, who's to say you can't get that house better? You can't just make it better. Yeah, you can make it Fix better. It up, plus the value to... of it is going to like, you know, yeah. be better and stuff like, like that. Like you said, if you have a great it's, house in a shit yeah. neighborhood, you don't know if they're going to start vandalizing it or trying to rob you or some shit. I mean, it's a bad neighborhood. You know, Humans are naturally jealous and, you know, like it's yeah. just. And they might look down at your shit house in their nice neighborhood, but then you just, you know, for some time you start to add to it maybe or just yeah. redo it. I, you know, I make the lawn make better. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. Better. But yeah, Terrence, that comes to the end, unless you have uh, anything else for us, man. No, no. Um, good show. Good talk. show. Hopefully people take something away from this, but a good show, man. It was. It was. It was a good talk. Like you said, we need to keep having these talks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, that's it then. I think we're headed out. Uh, thank you for listening. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Need I say more? Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to... Oh, I keep on doing it. Damn it. What was that? Uh, the ladies and gentlemen thing. I got to oh, stop yeah, yeah, yeah. every fucking yeah. time, Terrence, I swear. You can't be that guy. I'm trying not to. <laughs> <laughs>